we'd like to welcome you back to part six of our current event and weekly Bible study for um, December, uh, now it's the 19th, but it's 18th is the study, December 18th, 2016. And uh, this is going to be the last part. I'm going to, however long this goes, I, I, this might be an hour, it might be an hour and a half, it might be less, I don't know. But I will get the part six in here. Uh, so the next report we have is Methodist churches... Uh, converting to virtual mosques uh, for Muslim migrants, virtual mosque program to preach Islam at Methodist churches. So here we have the wonderful 501c3 horror corporate church yoking up with Islam. And isn't that just wonderful? The United Methodist Church is reportedly implementing a statewide plan and guaranteed these, these devils are on the clergy response team as well. They're, 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 they're you know... They're, they're, do, they're doing both. Uh, implementing a statewide plan to revamp Texas churches into virtual mosques. Because that's what we want to do. We want to convert our churches into virtual mosques. Catering to incoming Muslim invaders. I, I love how they call them migrants. They're just migrating, like birds migrate from one area to another. Just peacefully migrating. You know, I love it when they call them that. The... The UMC, which stands for United Methodist Church, has been criticized, criticized for perceived liberal drift in its theology. It is preparing for congregations for Catholic-style sanctuary protections for Islamic invaders, including those with terrorist ties, according to an insider. This sanctuary church program is ostensibly in response to President-elect Donald Trump's intention to defund sanctuary cities. So if Donald Trump, the cruel, evil Donald Trump, comes and defunds all the sanctuary cities where all these illegal aliens have sanctuary, well then the churches will open their doors and they'll become virtual mosques and virtual areas where they can go and seek refuge and the church will protect them and take them in so that when they do finally get a chance to wage holy unholy jihad against probably the very church members that are housing them and all the other infidels they'll have a staging area where they can go out and kill and rape and steal and pillage to their heart's content that's what we're actually looking at here uh, sorry i know i'm sugarcoating this but I, I need to stop doing that anyway um one member of the Bokesville united methodist church who spoke unanimously anonymously out of fear, said she learned about the virtual mosque program after an intern pastor began preaching Sufi Islamic parables in an attempt to, quote, tenderize the church into accepting Islamification, according to the Geller Report. The, the pastor's wanting to tenderize the church to accept Islamification. Just, just embrace it. Embrace that Muslim sword across your throat. Embrace the Muslims raping your daughters and your wife. Because that's what would end up happening. Look at what's going on in the Middle East, what they do to Christians. You think they'd be any less brutal over here? The great Satan? Probably be worse. That's why I will fight this tooth and nail. Every chance that I can get to expose this devil death cult. In the harshest terms I can use. Okay, so this wonderful 501c3 wolf in sheep's clothing, minister of Satan, minister, is attempting to tenderize his congregation. 
to accept Islamification. Isn't that wonderful? After weeks of inundating the congregation with watered-down Islamicized scripture, the board of trustees at the church was later asked by the reverend to, to approve a, surprise, surprise, federally supervised refugee scheme, which they ultimately refused. I'm surprised. I guess they're, they've got a little bit of a brain in their head. The source added, according, according to the Geller Report, after the church trustees said no, then the United Methodist Church sent its direct supervisor to ask the congregation directly, how would you feel about taking in some Syrian refugees? So in other words, the pastor was on board, tried to brainwash his congregation of this with many of his watered-down Islamic lukewarm devil sermons. That didn't work, though. So then the United Methodist Church itself sent a supervisor. So where is this coming from? It's coming from the top echelons of this devil, lukewarm, pseudo-Christian death cult known as the United Methodist Church. It's coming from the top. The pastor didn't get the job done. Now we're going to send a supervisor in about taking in some Syrian refugees. Do you believe this stinking garbage? I, I mean, this just defies logic that the church has become so evil and so opposed to righteousness and goodness and, and truth. After weeks of, um, oh no, I already read that. As was reported in 2014, the 501c3 establishment churches have been aiding illegal immigration by showering illegals with free goodies before they even migrate further into the U.S. So not only is the government giving them about everything they want when they get here, but we've got the stinking 501c3 establishment churches showering them with goodies totally yoked up again here's just one more evidence of them being totally yoked up with our wicked corrupt government i'm not saying everybody in government's wicked and corrupt i'm saying in general from the top down obama clintons these types of devils are the ones implementing this and the church evidently has no problem the 501c3 not all of them obviously but you know can you imagine if there's 120,000 people in this clergy response teams now I mean, I don't know how many churches are in America, but that, that's got to be some gigantic number. And can you imagine the, the, um, the fact that if there's that many, that how hard that would be to keep under wraps, to keep tight-lipped about, the, 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 the unbelievable compliance that they must be giving the government to keep their mouth shut to that point where people... Their congregations are not aware of this. They're not aware that their pastors are acting as informants on them and probably compiling databases on them and leading them like sheep to the slaughter. Man. I came out of the church a long time ago and man, it wasn't even near this bad. Man, I, I can't even comprehend this. The word of this red carpet treatment spread through Latin America and the rest of the world, encouraging even more illegal invaders 
to make the dangerous trek into the U.S., but many of them, including young children, often die in the vast desert surrounding the U.S.-Mexican border. The death toll is so severe that South Texas residents refuse to eat wild hogs caught near the border because they are known to feed on the bodies. Half the time we see vultures, it could mean an illegal alien died on the property, said rancher Dr. Michael Vickers of the Texas Board of Volunteers. Next report. <clears throat> American Islamic group preps for jihad against Trump. Here's a picture of a guy named Khalifa Hussan Abdullah. He's an Irish guy, obviously you can tell by his name. Just teasing. Known as K1 within the group for his top ranking as an original founder. Is said to be a key supervisor in the preparations for the armed conflict. Let me tell you something. These devils are in full gonzo gear up mode for what's coming i mean worst case scenario this starts on inauguration day no best case that's the way i see it worst case it starts tomorrow <laughs> you know what i mean like this they're going to unleash the islamic hordes they're all going to be green lighted we're going to have suitcase nukes going off. We're going to have bioweapons that they're the suicide bombers with bioweapons. They're going to release these biologicals. I said this before. One of the things I talked about is, is all they got to do is go down the road, road in metropolitan areas with what they call a Venturi, um, where some, they got some hole in the bottom of a van or something, and they just have the, the whatever they're spreading, anthrax or whatever, and it goes right out the bottom of the van and it just wafts through the air. They could have a small airplane up there. And do it. Then we talked about that before. With the, the, they said the government doing that to us with the biologicals, where they they spread their uh, whatever ginger dust or something. So, man, they've been gearing up for this for decades. I report. I remember I did a tr uh, report in uh, Baptist church I went to back in the. Oh man. Back in probably around 2000, at least, and if not a little bit earlier. No, it was about 2000, 2001 maybe, on this very thing. Multiple confidential sources inside of the powerful jihadist group within the United States have informed the Christian Ac Action Network and the Clarion Project that members have been told to arm themselves, these are the Muslims, these are the devil Muslims that are training to kill us. Here, here they, which shows them training right here. They're on a shooting range um, with target silhouettes. They're training on American soil to kill us. They have been told to arm themselves in anticipation of raids by the Trump administration. The Pakistani-based spiritual leader of the Muslims of America, Sheikh Ghilani, told MOA officials, known as Khalifas, to order all unarmed members to obtain firearms, licenses, and hunting permits in order to... Because they'll give them all that, obviously. It doesn't matter what kind of terrorist background they get. They'll give them whatever they want, you know. Um, to order all unarmed members of, to obtain firearms, licenses, hunting permits in order to resist raids on the group's approximately 22 compounds that they expect to happen under the Trump administration. Additional security was also called up and assault rifles have been mentioned as desirable. The sources independently stated that the members across the country were told of instructions by Sheikh Alani to be prepared to fight. The message reportedly relayed to members was to hear and obey. Um, using language identical to the Oath of Allegiance members signed when they joined the group when they got their Ovaltine secret decoder ring as well. Sorry, just kidding. He predicted you will be tested. 
The members believe that the president-elect Trump is part of the satanic Zionist conspiracy to destroy Islam. And that he is fulfilling an apocalyptic end times prophecy. Any action taken against the MOA is seen as part of the war in Islam, a situation that permits violent jihad. The preparations for armed confrontations are described as self-defense measures, of course. But one source cautioned that the group could decide to take offensive action if it believed armed conflict is imminent. MOA members have a long history of terrorism, extremism, and criminal activity, including weapons trafficking. It warned that MOA possesses an infrastructure capable of planning and mounting terrorist campaigns within the U.S. and overseas. Multiple independent sources emphasize that MOA membership is not confined to camps and reported a peculiar scattering of members into areas of the U.S. that had previously had no MOA presence. Imagine that. Scattering. They would want their members scattered. They wouldn't want them in all one nice tidy place when, if the government ever does raids on them. With Obama in the White House, that would never be raided. But under Trump, yes, that could be a very real thing. The sources warn that some MOA members have been in violent drug gangs, sometimes in a covert capacity. Where the gangs are not informed of their MOA ties, they express concern that non-MOA criminals could be utilized as to minimize traces of the group. Next report. Muslim immigration to the USA. Uh, this video says it all. Below is a video about the Muslims in Dearborn, Michigan. So here's a report where we're really going to see where the rubber meets the road. This is probably the best example and the most egregious one of a lack of assimilation by immigrants. They are not here to assimilate. They are here to dominate. That's what Muslims do wherever they go. However, one can go to parts of Florida, California, and Illinois and find similar similar results of Muslim ethnic enclaves. The Muslims there are there is the with the Muslims there is the added matter of religion and world domination is the ultimate goal. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Most people don't even know this. You go into places like Dearborn, Michigan, you don't feel like you're in America anymore. It's showing pictures of Dearborn, Michigan, and I mean they've got like, you know, places where um, it says Beirut on the side of the buildings and in just it's just it looks like a muslim um city like you know it's what you'd expect to see and they're showing you all the pictures here this is one of those most the vast majority of the videos i played tonight there was not a lot of visual things you had to see to confirm what we're talking about it was it was the audio like with dave hodges it was just all pure audio okay but this is one of those ones you might want to take a look at because it's unbelievable Right now we're heading towards uh, the east side of Dearborn. You'll see the uh, culture shift where you won't feel that you're uh, in the United States any longer. How long have you lived in Dearborn? Uh, all my now, life. This is Dearborn, Michigan. He's saying you're going to see a culture shift as, as you drive in. Here's a longtime resident talking. American Muslim society. I mean, this is unbelievable. They've got mosques. They've got minarets. I mean, it, it's like a Muslim country. Arabian village. Yemen community center. Middle East financial services. And everything's in, in Arabic and in English. Islamic Institute of Knowledge. Oh, you can go get enlightened. What to all the American businesses right here? They come in to buy the strip mall. They uh, move the uh, previous owners out. They uh, increase the rent 
traumatically. The force. They force, they force them out. People, they force people out. And then they put similar... They force them out because they're not Muslims. They increase their rent to an untenable level. They take over the strip malls. And then this is how they take over whole swaths of, of areas. They've got the money to do it. They're being subsidized by our government. Uh, and we're going to look at that here in a second. And um, then they put the Muslim tenants in. And I'm sure they lower the rent because, you know, they're Muslims. Similar businesses. But with a Arabic tongue? Yes. A lot of people here voted for Obama. Of course they did. Yeah. Why? Why? Why, why do you think they voted for Obama? The entitlements, um, all the uh, health care. Uh, some of these guys. Entitlements, the health care. He's a Muslim. <laughs> you know. Guys come in and have up to four wives. When they file for the um, bridge cards, EBT cards, they are bringing the other three as extended family members. When we're going so they got four wives, a lot of these devil Muslims coming in, they, and then, then when they file for the EBT and all the other stuff, the, all of this is going, you know, within the, I guess, welfare system, and they're getting massive amounts of money from this. And it's showing all these Muslims driving around, all these fancy cars, and, and I mean, just decked out, and I mean, it is so disgusting, this is so evil, I can't even hardly watch this video. Grocery shopping, you see these, uh... Young Arab ladies, girls, um, with their kids, getting on Range Rovers, using their uh, EBT bridge cards to pay for the groceries. I'm actually in the medical equipment business, so sometimes when they come in my office, uh, they're in designer clothes, carrying product purses, uh, pulling out their uh, Medicaid Cards. Medicaid, their EBT cards, all the things you would expect from for um, to, if you're on welfare, if you're basically you know at a very very low income level, and they they got their Prada purses, their Range Rovers. I mean, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I mean, I thought the illegal aliens from Mexico got treated good. This is a whole other level of um, entitlement that I really do believe this is happening because the Muslims are so near and dear to Obama's heart because he was raised a Muslim. He's a, a Muslim devil and he wants to make sure that the infidels are killed and are destroyed and this is his way of rewarding the Muslims that are already here. For their uh, health care. And knowing the addresses and knowing uh, where they live, I don't understand how they're getting uh, welfare assistance driving uh, $60,000, $70,000 vehicles and living in two hundred fifty, dollars $350,000 homes. This is justice. This is the way things should be. Immigrants from the Middle East represent the fastest growing immigrant demographic in the United States. And over the past three years, the Obama administration has taken in more immigrants from the Middle East than Mexico and Central America combined. And it's about to get worse. Seven million Syrians have applied to come here to the United States as refugees. Imagine the strain on the welfare. That's what would have happened if Hitler got in. She was going to vastly if you think it was bad under obama she was going to vastly increase the amount of syrian and it, we're not talking christians i'd have no problem if they were bringing the, the syrian christians over to escape all that persecution no problem at all no 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 it's all the most radical elements of, of islam that's who they're going to bring over in their families okay so these devils are coming over here, living in $250,000 houses, using these EBT and these bridge cards to basically get all their groceries for free. 
walking around with Prada purses and designer designer. I mean, this is the most disgusting thing. And meanwhile, a normal American wouldn't get any of these things. And I'm not even saying we should, but I mean, a normal American that's aware of this type of thing is considered the enemy. Whereas this is considered, you know, this protected class of these wonderful, peaceful religion of peace. And nothing could be further from the truth. Savages is what these people are. System. Today, 36% of Americans claim to earn less than $30,000 per year. But in the Muslim community, it's up to 45%. Five or six years ago, was it anything close to where it is right now? Uh, absolutely not. It's, the population's probably... Uh, doubled in this area uh, in Javon Heights as far as the... It's just been five years. And again, if Hillary got in, this is only going to explode all the more. Over the last five, six years. I mean, these people are walking down the street. These women are in full beekeeper outfits. I mean, we're talking the most radical elements of Islam. Every single woman I've seen so far is wearing at least a hijab, if not a full beekeeper's outfit. And you know those are the more radical sects of of islam sharia law is the bare minimum of what they would tolerate i mean you know you kill and slay the infidel man these are the types of people that, that are going to do it these are not like the supposed peaceful moderate ones that you can't even really tell they're in, an islamic person or whatever you know no 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 it's the most radical elements they're bringing in five or six years see uh, more radicalization yeah uh, Arabs moving in I mean, they're driving around and they're just showing all the Muslims walking up and down the roads. The mostly Excuse women. Me. Excuse me. He's trying to talk to one of these women Wait, in a beekeeper outfit. She's got her kids with her. They won't even talk to you. They won't even turn to talk to you when they hear your English. I mean, the arrogance and, and the coldness and just, you know, if you were lying there dying, I think they just walk right on by. Or maybe they just slip another dagger in you and finish you off. Is basically the, the, the level and mentality that I'm seeing here. They view us like dogs and scum. But they, want, they don't want to mix in with Americans? Right, they're not mixing in. Good. They're um, not learning the language. Reuter Street? Do you know where Reuter Street is? You don't know where Reuter Street is? Thank you. They won't even they're talk to They're not really uh, becoming Americanized. In the high school where you have... It's... Our... it's, it's I mean, they're driving up and down the roads, and it's universal. These women will not talk to them. They're mostly in full beekeeper outfits. I mean, this is, and they've, they've all got a passel full of kids. So they're going to breed us out of existence. That's the goal. Muslim population, they have to serve halal food. The non-Muslim, it's actually two menus. Yeah, it's, it's been basically all the meat and halal has, has been um, sacrificed to Allah. Well, they'll say Allah Akbar when they're sacrificed to me. So it's been sacrificed to devils, to a devil. One for the non-Muslims and one for the... That's what halal food is. Now, granted, I know they don't do that like with cheese or something, but it is supposedly whatever some kind of probably Islamic recording is played and it's they have to bring in these Muslim clerics or whatever to whatever, do whatever they do. It's evil. Muslims. So now, what's the impact on that? Is that That's an increased cost to the uh, school systems. Oh yeah, because they have to have it for the public school systems to accommodate all these Muslim devils. You never see American flags? Never. 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 They're going up and down the roads, no American Why flags. Why is it None. that the Muslim community 
is not I mean, these are some really nice houses, too. ...with the rest of American society. Because this is what they are being told in mosques across the United States, Dennis. And part of what they're teaching them in the mosque is do not assimilate with the Americans. They are your enemies. One of the things that bothered me is that as I traveled through one street after the next, and I'm talking about many streets, I did not see homes with an American flag waving outside. Is there any chance we have that Muslims will, will turn around and start to blend in? No, there is no chance. We are seeing a reverse, actually, instead of them blending in, instead of assimilation. If you were to take somebody, like an old neighbor who used to live in Dearborn, but moved away, and you were to drop them back into Dearborn, would they know where they were? Not really. It's, 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 it's completely... It's like uh, a third world country. Remade. Yeah. All right. All right. So, what what do you think the deal with that is? The flag? Yeah. They've been here a long time. That's a statement too. That flag makes a statement. What what is the statement? That uh, that's an American. Yeah. This is a. This is this, this is, is American. One guy on all the streets they went up and down has a really nice area where a, a most American flag is set up. And they're, they're one of the few few Americans they haven't kicked out of the neighborhood or forced out or pressured out, you know. <laughs> Probably be one of the first ones they would go after when uh, they go hot. Okay, so our next report, Islamic Caliphate Alert. Our kids are in serious danger. Expert warns of coming catastrophes. Expert warns of soon coming terrorist events. Not only is he warning, but many people are sounding the same alarm. Bridget Gabriel, William Forston are saying we are in serious danger as you'll see in this video our children may very well be in more danger please pray get your houses in order please get right with god today so here's this particular video you told me something shocking in the green room you said you think we are in the third world now this is jim baker okay and i know you guys oh i can't believe you're playing this guy i'm not playing it for jim baker i'm playing it for the guy he's interviewing who's wrote a whole book on this particular subject and when I saw this, I'm like, listen, what the guy's saying is the truth, okay? He's saying the truth. There's no doubt about it. And it was definitely noteworthy for me to play this. So let's go ahead and listen to what he has to say. Or Yes. Is that true? We are in the Third World War as you and I speak. Now, do I necessarily agree with that? Obviously, no. We're not technically in the World War Three. okay? We are in the... Um, we're in the, the, the area of time leading up to World War III. Yes, we're in the staging area of that. But no, do I believe there are, we're literally in World War III right now? No, I don't. I, I just World War III is going to be a literal, uh, I, I do believe, some type of you know obvious battle that's going to involve, um, well, most likely, Islam Okay, coming against Israel, if Trump got in office, particularly the United States, other places, okay, um, it could go down in different scenarios, okay. But no, I, I don't think we're literally. But yes, we're we're very very close to that coming time period. And yes, I do. Islam is going to be heavily involved. This war has been going on for years. We have an enemy who has said they are fighting a war, the final war in their view. It's time America woke up and realized. What we have to realize is that. Judeo-Christian America is under siege today, and the war is coming to our shores this time. 
the war has begun. It's already begun. The last time America truly experienced a war on its own soil was 1861 to 1865, in which over two-thirds of a million died. So we don't understand that face of war that a modern terrorist state can inflict upon us and is planning to do so. Tell us a little bit about this, because I'm, I'm right now... And again, remember, they're going to fight as dirty as they can possibly fight. They're going to try to poison the, the aquifers, the fresh water supplies, take down the grids, uh, release as many bioweapons as possible, release as many bombs as possible, uh, kill as many civilians and sneak attacks as possible, burn the forests. I mean, they're going to do every single stinking, underhanded, dirty trick to kill us that you can imagine. If, if they have their way. Now, I'm not saying God cannot intervene, but I'm saying if they have their way, that's what they would do to inflict the maximum amount of casualties on Americans. What I witnessed 10 minutes ago before I walked on this stage, I will never be the same. I think he showed him some footage of what's going on in the Middle East, how they're beheading, killing Christians, raping, pillaging to the... I mean, and a lot of them, I mean, like Yazidis, they're not really Christians. I mean, God bless them. They're being persecuted the same way Christians are, you know, which is truly sad. Um, they're being sold into sex slavery. I mean, all the stuff I've reported on over and over again. And, I mean, it, it truly is. It, it is so horrific it, i i try not to look at the pictures I, I get too devastated um i've seen enough to know what's going on and, and it truly is horrific this is the most difficult program i've ever tried to do i need to go somewhere and, and be quiet and pray because I'm not capable of bearing what I saw. This man believes, as I do, that we are on the edge of a precipice that is about to collapse. And, and I'm telling you, from everything I showed you today, okay, do you understand how close this literally could be? Yes, God could move it forward, like I believe he has so many times. But the New World Order is in full desperation mode. I see no way they can let Trump move into the presidency, move in with his cabinet, and start to undo all of their hard, satanic work that it has taken them. I mean, this is, these are plans that sometimes you could say go back, you know, 100, over 100 years you could say it goes back to the formation of the Illuminati in 77. You could say it goes back to Babylon, you know? Depends on what perspective you're looking at it with. And I, I just don't see how they're going to just relinquish that, that control. Not to say Donald Trump's perfect or his cabinet's perfect, but a lot of the platforms they're running on and a lot of the people he's putting in, in place right now, he's definitely heavily signaling that these Muslims are going to be vetting, vetted, they're, they're going to shut down the open borders, that they're going to start, you know, looking at these illegal aliens and shipping them back. And that's just one aspect. Strengthening, strengthening the military, probably when he finds out about the foreign troops, getting them out of here, that type of stuff. I don't see how they just let that happen. 
and this precipice that he's talking about, this is just about Islam. But Islam is a huge part of what we're looking at in the next month. It could be the catalyst for everything to, to start happening. You are a man who have got, I believe, since you were here last, I believe you have heard from God. I believe yes. you have come closer to God than yes. you've ever been. I don't think you could go where you've gone and hear what you've heard. Either calling on God or go to a mental hospital, probably, if, if, you're, if you're sensitive at all. Because of the horrificness of the photos, when you start seeing what is being done to both non-Christians and Christians by the Muslims in the Middle East. And that's, that's the purest form of what they would bring here. That is Islam. To me, that's the purest face of Islam. They're doing exactly what their unholy writings and what the Quran tells them to do. And it's, it's the purest, most honest face of Islam that's out there. I need to gather my composure. We are at war. And it's a war not like the Second World War. The enemy's already on our soil, in other words. But the Second World War, we had, a, we had two gigantic oceans separating us from our enemies. Okay? Two huge swaths of oceans. We don't have that anymore. Good old Obama's let them all in. They were in before that, under Bush to a certain extent, but not nothing like this last eight years. Nothing like what has ha transpired in the last eight years. I have documented this over and over, how the churches, how the church groups are yoked up with this, how they're bringing them in, how they're establishing Muslim enclaves, how they're giving them their all of their goodies and how they're taking them in under the guise of Christianity. How the Catholics are yoked up with that. How, how all the 501c3 churches in America are yoked up with that. I'll tell you what, they're, they're going to have a lot of blood on their hands when this slaughter starts. These, these devil 501c3 lukewarm devil church organizations. Man, they're going to have a lot of blood on their hands. What they've enabled, what they have, what they have set the stage for. All being done by design. Not where we built new ships, new tanks, new boats, new planes. No. It's a war that we're not fighting Germany or France. Japan. We have a, a war. We have an enemy that you don't know where they are. The Bible tells us that in these hours of the final time from Revelation, the four horsemen, what will happen? People should kill one another with great armament, with great swords. Isn't it strange that our, the war that it's, we are fighting is against a warfare where they're using swords? 
Yes. What do you think about all the beheading? The Bible talks about in Revelation. You know, you lose your head. You know, take the mark of the beast. What is the primary way that Islam likes to kill their victims? Now, I know they, they choose a lot of sick, sadistic ways, but the primary way, if you could boil it down, would be beheading. Strike, strike off the heads is what it says in the Quran. Strike off the heads of the infidel. I'm sure in more than one place. So this is a big reason why you'll see rows and rows and rows of heads lined up of like little Christian children and women and men and these types of things because that's their preferred method of... So yeah, it does heavily figure into the book of Revelation if you look at Islam from that regard. There's something like we've never seen before. Yes. My heart is leaping out of my chest. I was awakened with a dream last night that is one of the most startling I've ever had. And I want to give you a warning right now. If you're one of those that need to have your ears tickled, that you don't want to hear anything negative or bad, turn this off right now. What I got so clear in a dream last night that I believe is, is pretty imminent for our country, the United States, I first saw the most horrific gang I have ever seen. I mean, this was a demonized gang. They were invading the southwest United States. There were droves. It was coming like a plague. Now, you would expect, I've done a lot of teachings, particularly recently, on that area. California, Arizona, New Mexico, the whole thing about the Azatlan, which is where they want to give that land back to. It's another thing that Trump would obviously shut down. Get, they already talk, You're hearing about California seceding. We talked about that. Talk about these other states that supposedly the gringo came in and stole from the Mexicans. It's one of the reasons they believe that they have every right to be here and take every right of every, uh, every resource that we have because we owe them. And you would think that if they started this grand jihad, the Muslims are going to yoke up with the Mexican gangs, the Central American gangs, because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And the enemy will be, you know, again, constitutionalists, Bible-believing Christians, anyone that's going to resist that type, that level of tyranny and not give in to it. And they'll probably be working in unison with the government. And the, this will give the government all the more reason to crack down and impose martial law because, oh, we got all these roving gangs, they have to be controlled. When they're the ones that are actually enabling them and are funding them and are giving them the green light to go ahead and do what they're doing. So, yes, the Muslims are going to yoke up with these Mexican drug cartel. I mean, the, the Mexican and the Central American, man, MS-13, I mean, you can't get much more brutal. They're every bit as brutal as the Muslims, okay? And then you got Black Lives Matter. And then you have the radical leftists in, in those that will also be behind them. So I could understand that these attacks first really coming from those border states that are more obviously heavily infiltrated. They're not going to start in the middle of like, you know, where I live in North Carolina and work their way out. They're going to start from the edges and, and probably work their way in now. When the, when the Muslim thing goes hot, I'm not saying that's not going to be going off and popping off all over America. Um, but I'm talking about where they're going to actually try to establish large swaths of area that they, that they control. Um, I would think that it would be most logical that that would occur in the border states. 
and in the southwest would be the most logical because be that's like some of the most liberal um of course arizona did vote for trump okay um it's but it's some of the more liberal enclaves it's some of the more obviously infiltrated with the mexican and the central american gangs and drug cartels it's obviously closer to the border where they would all cross over so from a logistics standpoint it would make more sense regarding this dream um this man's having now i saw one of their attacks in great detail against a texas ranch or masters of public relations against the texas ranch this gigantic gang which will probably be an amalgamation of muslims and the mexican drug cartel and every other mexican in central american criminal that or even somali or haitians we're gonna look at that and social media this is not the al-qaeda type terrorism of grainy images of their leader hiding up in a mountain they are putting out slick videos to the world almost every day and they have promised they will bring it to america our southern border is wide open people i know who are connected to border security said it's a, it's an open river of hatred and as I finished this book, I remember talking with Robin about it, and I said, I feel like I'm staring into the eyes. Of I think the book's called One Second After. Um, because something's going to happen so soon, he didn't have time. The guy's name's William Forsten, F-O-R-S-T-C-H-E-N. Um, just if you, if you want to get the book. Free in America to say what we know anymore. Is that true? What Pastor's referencing is before we came out here, we were sitting in the green room, and I actually regretted it in some ways. I handed you one of these, and so I'm going to show you a couple of things that I've been staring at, and it was grueling to watch his face as he have saw. You have you seen the little girls with their dresses, the little Christian girls with their heads cut off? Have you seen the young men with, that were just had their heads cut off and you're just sit, sitting and roll like you with pumpkins? Still with the expressions on their faces, they were having their head cut off. You don't want to believe it. We don't want to believe anything. I don't know. I really, I, I just saw something. This needs to be shown, though. This type of stuff needs to be shown now more than ever to the church. We don't have any right to live in our little comfort bubbles in America or even elsewhere. If you're living even in Europe or, or other places where maybe this type of behavior, of course, Europe is, <laughs> that's becoming ground zero for this type of Muslim activity. Not to the extent in the Middle East yet, but this these are things that are beyond sobering I've can't defies logic how many times I've done studies on Muslims on the evil of it. Um, I try not to post the pictures. I can describe it. I don't. The Bible says I'll set no wicked thing before my eyes. I, I really just don't. I can't handle it. I understand why he's crying. I mean, it, it, it's it's so it's it's just like when I I got up there and we prayed about the the, the poor little children in Pizzagate. It's very 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 similar. And it's, it's got to be very, very similar to God, you know? And, and again, it, it's why I'm so, I so emphasize any more imprecatory prayers because I just, 
feel as though be one thing if the church was doing it to a certain extent it was part of their prayer life that god would judge the wicked so that they could not continue to commit further wickedness so that they could not continue to rape and steal and pillage and kill and behead the innocent children and the innocent christians but i don't see the church really doing that because a lot of people are just totally unaware of it it's not politically correct. The, the 501c3 church is not educating their parish. I mean, my word, you've got Methodist churches being turned into virtual mosques. This is the type of stuff they need to be exposed to. They need to be exposed to the whores. Because there's going to come a day when they get a shovel smashed across their face. And that shovel is going to be Islam and Muslim. And it, they may end up being beheaded. Or being killed in some terror attack. Or a dirty suitcase nuke. Or some biological attack that they spring. Or some sword attack where they chop off people's heads. It's going to be too late then. I've been trying to scream about this for years so that people would wake up. So it wouldn't come to this point. But I just don't think the, the lukewarm church in America really wants to hear this. I'm not saying they're all lukewarm. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm just saying I think that's way more the norm than any of us probably, well, no. I mean, I think we've all got a pretty good idea about it. It's just more the norm. My imagination, and I have a good imagination, forgive me for not being able to gather myself together, but what I have seen should not happen, cannot happen. But yet, biblically, people will kill one another. This is biblical. This is the, the, the last day. This is the event. Problem. Yeah, he's right. I, I, I've got to say something about Pastor here. He just looked at some of the things I've been researching within the last hour. I had eight weeks of processing, and my fiance was dealing with phone calls every day. And he said, I can't do this. And she was saying, you've got to keep pushing forward. You are fighting against Satan. I got to look into the You're face of hell. Soft targets of America. And what is the softest target in America? Our schools. In 2004, Islamic terrorists seized a school in Russia, in Beslan, Russia. They murdered over 300 children. Gun-free zones, too, in America. I don't know about Russia, but gun-free zones here. The public school. Can you imagine if they just chose the soft... And they're going to. They always do it anyway. They're stinking cowards at the end of the day. They're going to go and they're going to choose soft targets. They're going to kill as many of the, of the infidel's children to strike at the heart of the infidel as they can. And we're going to probably have schools where, I mean, I don't know how they're, you know. And again, God is in control. Something to be way in prayer about. But can you imagine the damage they could do if they activated these terror cells and they simultaneously on the same day went into these schools and set off bombs or, or even came in there with with like machine guns and stuff nobody's going to be there to fire back most likely and faculty that's their playbook they will go after churches they'll go after synagogues they'll go after schools why because it's almost impossible to defend and also that is a knife into the heart of all of us, our children. This is a level of barbarity of warfare 
that I call satanic. Okay, so I wanted to play that because, man, does that dovetail into what we just went over. And I hadn't even mentioned the schools. I hadn't even mentioned them going after, really, the churches. So many soft targets in America. You know, the churches probably wouldn't be as much of a soft target because you're going to have people packing heat in there, a lot of them. I think even in a lot of these lukewarm churches, you might have people. But the schools, you know, and guaranteed Obama would would ensure that there's going to be the least chance for any guns firing back. You know, he's done all he can do to ensure that. And here we have the last little article. What is going on in Mexico? Viral video shows African migrants massing near U.S. southern border. Now, whether these are African or Haitians, I don't know, but it is very alarming. Something is going on down in Mexico, U.S. border. These are mostly adult males, maybe Muslims, very few women. This is an army. Via um, this particular news clip, a video spreading quickly across interwebs raises some disturbing questions. The video depicts hundreds of thousands, hundreds or thousands of Africans, maybe Haitian invaders, I call them invaders, almost all adult males massing in an immigration station in Mexico. It looks legit. There's a screenshot of it. It says you know it's mexican there's guys there at the border it looks pretty legit i don't think this is some kind of a photo op or some kind of stage video um it is reportedly located on the u.s southern border where the where the invaders possibly muslim refugees according to the narrator are getting expedited treatment to enter the u.s obama said he's borders wide open take the border patrols off take the drones so that they can't nothing wide open Give them all carte blanche treatment. We've got to get as many of these devils in here as possible. And now, more than ever, with Trump going in, they want as many of them in here. He said, in my lifetime, I have never seen anything like this. At 126 in the video, you can see Modulo de Atición a Migrantes. Oh, my Mexicans, or my Spanish isn't that great. And under that, Mexico. Meaning it's, the bo- it's, it's, it's a very official looking placard they have where it's for the immigration in uh, for mexico Uh, i did a search for this information and it came up as a border center now this is a comment that was made about the video i did a search for this information it came up as a border center that was open in tijuana mexico seems to be legit regarding these people trying to cross into the united states from mexico i tried to vet stuff and and uh, it seemed i haven't seen anything that, that could refute this i'm just this is only about a minute and 17 seconds Hello again. So I have two very small channels with not much following, but this is going up in hopes that someone that does have a large following will comment on this situation. I am from the country of Mexico, and I'm from the state of Baja California. So today, something very... So he's in Baja California. ...strange happened. A couple of hundred possibly... Which would make sense if this is in Tijuana, because that's the region that he's located near. ...thousands of African migrants came out of nowhere... Now, he's filming them. Somebody's filming these African migrants. And when they see the camera is on them, now, again, they could be Haitians. I don't know. But when they see the camera on them, they're, they're, most of them are trying to hide their face. So they probably know whatever they're doing. They don't want to be, you know, identified when they get into the United States. I mean, why would they try to be doing that? Why would they care? Warmed a shelter nearby. Now, these people do not speak English, they do not speak Spanish, but they are going over to the U.S. border having been granted some sort of pass or amnesty. I mean, they're, they're, they do not want to be filmed, most of them. 
Yeah, I'm not certain. They look, they're all, the, or at least the vast majority, men of their adult age. Yeah, there is a lot. It seems that some of them, not all, I'm not sure, I mean, but at least some are Muslims. I don't know where they're from, and they're not saying a word. I mean, there's a ton. This is incredibly suspicious to me, and I think it is a very significant action, because having... I mean, the, what do you got all these black people on the border of Mexico trying to get into to America? You know something is rotten in Denmark there. I mean, they're every single one of them are black. And I don't even mean light-skinned blacks. I mean, they're, they're like dark-skinned blacks. And they're all together... And they just, all just so happen to be at the border in Tijuana, Mexico, trying to get in? This is one little thing. Hey, where did that guy have that dream of, of, these, of these gangs approaching these people on the southern states? Well, that, that's the most logical place you would start to see roving gangs of people like this attacking like ranchers and people that are, you know... On the, on the red list, basically. They're probably going to be given that information in advance because they're going to be working with the government, the wicked government, if it's, if it's in place at that point. On the border very intimately for many years, I know that even one, one person crossing over from this specific border is very difficult to achieve. Now, crossing over hundreds or thousands of people is something that does not occur regularly. Not only that, this is, this is very suspicious. This is something that is very significant. I hope this is broadcast by someone with a much wider net than I. Okay. I, I stopped it there. It goes on a little bit longer, but he cusses once. I wanted to stop it before he cussed. Um, that's it. That's all I've got for today. Um, yeah, we're probably looking near seven hours. Um, so, hopefully, I have given you a really ample heads up of what we're facing in the next month. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. Again, this might be the last time I'm able to broadcast for maybe forever, maybe for a while. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen um, between now and the end of the month. And particularly, if nothing does happen after the Electoral College thing um, today, is actually today is Monday, nothing really breaks on that end. If we get to the end of December, I would say look to around the 6th when the Electoral College count is released as the next date for something big to really pop off um if it doesn't you'd probably look to the inauguration day now not to say that shit could happen anytime there's so many scenarios we went over today and so much to pray about and potentially fast about way more than even trump getting elected because there's way more scenarios right now that could go really really bad i think than just him getting elected or Hillary not getting elected. Um, so I'll just close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. Thank you, God, for letting us come together again and explore these, these end-time, watchman-type topics, Lord. I do pray that this would be a blessing to the body of Christ. Um, this information would be disseminated widely wherever your truth lord is being put out i just pray you bless it i pray you bless it and i pray you loose your angels to make that happen lord you bless the information you loose your angels lord god to make that happen and however many is necessary god and i don't mean just my ministry any ministry lord that is putting out truth educating people i do pray god you give the viewers eyes to see ears to hear and hearts to receive 
and Lord, that that you would fight against this wickedness, Lord God, that you would dispatch legions of angels to fight against these wicked, evil factions, Lord God, that I have mentioned today within our own government, within Islam, within Black Lives Matter, within the um, La Raza movement, within the uh, African or the, the drug cartels coming up from um, Central America and Mexico, within the gangs that are already prepositioned here, within the Muslim terror cells that are already prepositioned here, within all the wicked people evil in our government. I pray to God that all of their evil, angelic, demonic, every evil entity that would assist them in any way, shape, or form would be bound in the name of Jesus Christ and rebuked. And I pray, Jesus Christ, you would, if it be your will, cast them into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place, Lord. For the sake of the children, for the sake of the innocent, for the sake of your remnant, for the sake of the, the widows and the orphans and these types of people, I pray, God, for your mercy. Um, I pray for your divine provision and providence, Lord. I don't know what your will is regarding this matter, Lord. Maybe it's not your will. Maybe this is going to happen. Uh, I, I just pray you would you would prepare us, body, soul, and spirit, for what we're moving into, the body of Christ, and that you would use us mightily for your glory, to lead many to the Lord Jesus Christ, and that we would be obedient to whatever you would have us do regarding preparing for what is coming. That you would convict us on even how to pray and Lord God what you would require us in that and then also in fasting as well. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in the acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. That you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.